Welcome to Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, your host, Christine Ko, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you will come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Hello, friends. Since making my big transition, which I described in the episode called A New Beginning, by necessity, I felt like I was deep in the emotional and mental decluttering zone. This was necessary as I was mired in a lot of tough stuff that was out of my control. And I also have been very much in my head turning over what's next from a professional standpoint, especially and very related to this show. I've been thinking a lot about what I want more of and what I want less of or not at all in life, which has been great. And in fact, July and August were and have been pretty magical in terms of balance of my work and just general life. Speaking of thinking about what we want more of and less of, I recently wrote on Substack about struggling to let go of things and a few tactics that I engaged in order to get there. So I did want to share that you can find that piece at christineco.substack.com. Now, while I've been engaged in all of this mental and emotional decluttering, It's not to say that I haven't been bothered by the sometimes chaotic state of my house. I just really haven't had the bandwidth to deal with it. And then I recently was feeling quite inspired. Earlier this month, I recorded a fantastic conversation with professional organizer Shira Gill. This episode is launching in September, and it was such a fantastic conversation. It just felt like talking to a longtime friend, even though this was our very first time chatting. I also want to share that Shira is also on Substack at shiragill.substack.com. She writes the Minimalista Edit with Shira Gill, and it is a new favorite of mine. So I will link it in the show notes for sure. But the reason I want to preview this episode here is because in our conversation, Shira talked about the key problems she sees with clients and also heard about in her many interviews with designers for her forthcoming book, Organized Living, Solutions and Inspiration for Your Home, which is coming out this October. And the big problem is about volume. People just have too much stuff. I'm sure you're nodding your head as you're listening to this. And there were two things she noted that I wanted to call out here. And there's so much more we talked about. So definitely make sure you're subscribed to Edit Your Life because you'll want to hear this episode with her when it drops. The first thing is she pointed out that one of the key issues that she sees with people is they try to organize their stuff straight away. And listen, baskets and bins are not going to solve your problems if you have too much stuff. So she was pointing out how important it is to reduce first. You have to edit things down. And the second related thing, she said that subsequently, volume is always what she tackles first, and that on average, she helps clients reduce their stuff first by 30 to 50% before they even get to the organizing. I was like, OMG, what? When I heard that number, I just, I mean, it makes sense and it seems reasonable when I think about it, but I think something about hearing those numbers from her really struck me. 
And I also wanted to point out that Shira lives in 1,200 square feet with two children, a partner, and a dog. So I was for sure very inspired by her. And so I have been thinking as we move into the fall and settle into a new routine, I've really been wanting to focus on fall edits. And I was thinking about micro actions and also my love for data and rules. And that for some of the more concrete micro categories, which I'll describe further shortly, I want to shoot for a 30 to 50% reduction in stuff inspired by Shira. We'll be right back. Did you know that hyaluronic acid naturally occurs in our skin, but decreases gradually as we age, leading to thinner, drier skin? If you're looking for support hydrating your skin from the inside out, check out one of the tools in my hydration arsenal, Rituals Hyacera. Clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days, I take Hyacera every morning with my first glass of water, and like all of the Ritual products I have tried, the capsule actually smells good. Ritual's products are tested and validated by a third party for allergens, microbes, and heavy metals. They also engage in industry-leading sustainability standards and are a female-founded B Corp, which means they hold themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of people and our planet. Want to join me in hydrating from the inside out? Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash edit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash edit for 25% off. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oftentimes, when asked to think about what one would do with a bonus hour, people reference things like exercise, play, and rest. These are all super important things, and I would recommend adding getting the support you need and deserve to your list. As a mom, independent business owner, and human blessed with many relationships, I spend a lot of time giving. So one of the greatest gifts of therapy for me has been the ability to know that someone is holding space for and listening to me. No filter required. I adjust my session frequency as needed, and it is a huge comfort knowing support is there for me. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. This online therapy platform was designed to remove the traditional barriers to therapy and make mental health care more accessible to everyone. Simply fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com edit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash edit. For my fall edits, I want to start out and say that I'm going to focus solely on the areas over which I have complete control. That's not to say I'm not going to keep trying to battle the clutter in the common areas of my house. I do that on the daily, but... I have realized that one of the challenges with living with humans, obviously, is that other humans have other priorities and other things that bother them. And I think in order for this process to be really wholly satisfying for me personally, I just need to focus on my own stuff. And there's plenty of stuff to focus on. So it'll feel like progress no matter what. So I'm going to share the big picture as well as the micro edits I need to get there, because if you've been with me for a while, you will know that I'm never going to be the person 
who tells you to dump out your entire closet and add things back one at a time. And if you want a companion listen to this micro goals approach, I would recommend you listen to Embracing Micro Goals, which when I last checked, and I don't check these things often, but when I last checked was the most popular episode of this year. Okay, let's start in my office. This is a worthwhile place to start because I spend a lot of time in here. I love my office and it sometimes gets a little messy. And it's worth noting that there is still a pile of crap in my office from when I dumped my entire office upside down in January 2023, which I needed to do because I bought a standing desk and had to reconfigure the whole office. Again, as I said, with the closet thing, this is not normally how I would do it, but it was out of necessity that I had to do it in that moment. So right this second, as I'm looking around recording this, the office does need a general tidy, but the worst offending item is a large box that is filled with papers, cord, and other crap, basically the contents of my old desk, which I had to get rid of. And this box has been sitting on the floor since January. Clearly, I don't need any of it because I haven't accessed it, but I just need to quickly go through it and recycle file or trash items. A somewhat more daunting task is the small closet in this office. However, next month, I am seeing some professional colleagues and someone had the great idea to do an office supplies slash craft swap. And I have a bunch of just those items in my closet that I would love to offer this group. So the nice thing about that is that puts a deadline right on my calendar. And this is also a great micro category because what I've decided is that I'm going to try to use the Shiragill 30 to 50% reduction target for my stationary products that I'm going to gift to my friends at this meeting. Okay, the second area is my desktop, as in my desktop computer. My computer is very old, so I like to think that cleaning it up is going to help its longevity, as well as generally helping me be able to find stuff easier. My files are kind of a disaster. I just need to delete a bunch of stuff outright or back up, then delete a bunch of other stuff. It shouldn't take a super long time, and I think I should just chip away at it slowly, but I know it will be very satisfying when I take care of it. Another digital fall edit is my phone. Like my laptop, my phone is also very old and I don't want it to die because I love it so much. It's like an old Samsung and it takes the very best pictures and it's the perfect small-ish size. I don't want a giant phone. (laughs) So a couple things I'm going to do is one, go through and delete apps I'm not using. Two, make sure my photos are syncing properly on Google Drive and Dropbox. I am a little paranoid, so I have auto backup set up for two sources and then delete photos off my phone to make space. And then actually also on my phone, I want to go through and edit my Todoist to-do list because there's a lot of junk on there that I just feel like needs to be cleaned out and I would like to have less items in there. Another digital edit that's on my mind is social media. So unfollowing or muting. And part of this is a desire to just clean things up in general. And part of it is because I'm legitimately annoyed by how algorithms do not show me the people I really want to see. So I want to see if I can force the platforms to show me who I want to see by muting or unfollowing the rest. And the last digital edit I want to work on is key high-touch working documents. So for example, I have some documents that I touch almost every day, like the organizational planning doc for this podcast. And 
sometimes because I have a lot of ideas flying around, they just get really messy. And so I want to just kind of clean them up so they're easier to navigate around, use the heading structures. So there's that table of contents on the left side and just make it simpler and easy. And so my brain doesn't have to work as hard. Okay. I have more fall edits to talk about after a quick break. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, friends, I know before the break, I was talking about a lot of digital edits. We're getting back to the stuff. (laughs) It's all satisfying, but I grouped it that way because all that other stuff was happening in my office. Okay, so this next edit, I actually ended up tackling this morning because I'm recording on a weekend. And this morning I was just hit by a fit of inspiration. And it is my bathroom drawers. I have one under the sink cabinet and then two drawers under my sink. And it was a complete disaster. So. I didn't exactly empty it all out first. It probably took me a half hour, but I just went through, had a trash bag, started throwing away stuff. I discovered when I was going through that I had a whole new set of makeup brushes. And for some reason, I hadn't opened them yet. And so I got to throw out all the old makeup brushes that were really gross and overdue to be thrown out, stuff like that. I just cleaned it all out. I actually think I probably reduced that area by 30 to 50%, even though I hadn't intentionally planned on it. So that was really satisfying. It took a half hour and was amazing. Okay. My closet. This is another area which I'm actually kind of excited about because if you listen to the episode, my clothing rental experiment, you will know that I am very committed to clothing rental through Rent the Runway. I have not bought 
new clothing since October 2022, since I started using the service, which is amazing. And I've winnowed out a lot of what's left in my closet in terms of basics, but there are still bags and shoes and some other things that I need to say goodbye to. So I'm implementing the Shiragill 30 to 50% target for my fancy shoes. It's just time to say goodbye to a bunch of these. I'm sorry, I'm never going to wear them again. As well as bags. I have a lot of bags that I just don't use. They're, in fact, a number of them are on a very high closet that I can't even reach without a step stool. It's time for them to go. And I will point out that jewelry, just casual jewelry, is another area that's on my mind, but it feels a little more complicated. So maybe I'll get to that later. And I think I'm a little less motivated because jewelry doesn't take up as much space as things like shoes and bags. So that one I'm tabling for later, but it is on my mind. Okay, moving downstairs, I have one shelf (laughs) in a series of dining room cabinets, and I only have one, but it's quite cluttered. So that's going to be a nice little micro project for me to take care of. I can probably apply the 30 to 50% target rule there. Another area that I'm excited to apply the 30 to 50% decluttering target to is cookbooks. We have a lot of them. I've tried to get rid of more over the years, but we still have a lot of them. I'm the only person who accesses them, and we just have too many that don't get any use. And some of them are sitting on top of our fridge. Some of them are jammed into a dining room cabinet. I just want to have a small key collection of favorites. And otherwise, I also have my recipe binder, and that's it. I want to have one shelf's worth, and that's it. And finally, the 10th area, which I think is going to be very quick and very high impact is for me personally, the first floor shoe and outerwear areas. So these are high traffic areas. They're kind of a pain point in general in my house. And as I said at the beginning, I can only control what I can control and I'll keep trying to declutter, but I do play a role in this. And so the first thing I'm going to apply the 30 to 50% decluttering target to are casual shoes. And there are three areas on the first floor that they seem to congregate. One is right in the entry area. Two is in a closet, which I'd like to say is an entry closet, but it's coming in from the garage. And then also in a hanging shoe rack in the garage. I don't even remember what's in there. So hopefully that should be really quick. And then the second area that I'm going to apply the 30 to 50% decluttering target to is outerwear in that closet. I'm sure there are jackets and things that I'm not using that could be donated and someone else could enjoy them in their next iteration. Okay, perhaps not surprisingly for your next edit, I would like you to identify one really high touch, you're in there every day area that is all your control and your stuff and pick a micro segment to edit by 30 to 50%. Donate it, share it with friends. If it's just in bad condition, get rid of it. You'll feel so much freer. I can tell you that for sure after tackling my bathroom cabinets. Okay, you'll find the show notes for this episode, including links to resources and related episodes at edityourlifeshow.com. As ever, I would love to hear your thoughts and questions. Come say hello on Instagram or Facebook at Edit Your Life Show or send an email to edityourlifeshow at gmail.com. I would also be grateful if you would drop Edit Your Life a review on Apple Podcasts or tell a pod-loving friend about the show. Thanks for listening. Real truth alert, pregnancy, birth, and having a baby isn't all sunshine and rainbows. 
I wish it were, but the reality is that many people struggle and suffer through this time without the right help or even knowing what they're dealing with. I'm perinatal psychologist, Dr. Katayun Kayani, also known as Dr. Kat. My podcast, Mom and Mind, aims to shine a light on the difficult reality that so many hopeful and new parents experience and raise the volume on how we can better support mental health, which is a big part of our overall health. Episodes include personal stories from people who have healed through things like pregnancy and postpartum anxiety, depression, PTSD, and so much more. I also talk with specialists and experts who explain and educate on these conditions. All of this to support parents to know that they are not alone, that healing is possible, and there are resources that can help you today. Listen into Mom and Mind and walk with me through the world of perinatal mental health.